Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I am super excited about my guest today. I think you are going to be in for a real treat. So without further ado, let me introduce Corrine. She's a former D1 athlete who left a successful career in luxury real estate for entrepreneurship, investing in personal development, and she became obsessed with combining the power of peak performance, intuition, and purpose to harness untapped potential. So her mission as a hypno-breathwork therapist is to offer or is to help others tap into the power of a regulated nervous system and the subconsciousness to unlock new levels of wealth, success, and freedom. And who doesn't want that? I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I just love it. So first, as somebody who was an athlete my entire life, I'm an equestrian and I rode horses all the way past college. Tell me, the what sport did you play? I played oh, soccer in college. Uh, I was also a competitive swimmer. Ooh, fun. What stroke? Backstroke. Oh, that's my favorite too. I love the backstroke. <laughs> It's always funny, though, when I'm swimming like at the local gym and I bust out with a backstroke, people are always like, that's interesting. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> a little shocked. I know, right? It's not that I, you, you don't really always see people doing it, but I loved it. It was like my most favorite stroke, obviously. I, I got really good at it. I think that probably, too, because it's your face isn't in the water and your eyes don't have to get yeah. so burny. You don't necessarily have to wear goggles. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was because I rode horses like that's real a lot of shoulders and it's a movement mm. kind of very similar. So I, maybe that's why I enjoy it. But I also have done some triathlons in some very gross places in the lake. And I did backstroke an entire tri leg because it was so gross. Oh, I could see that, too. It's also nice when you're swimming that you're like looking up at the sky. <laughs> yeah, true. All right. So you have had a really interesting journey. And so you left your successful career to move into a different direction. So tell me, how did you get there? How did that happen? Uh, it was a sign when I was crying every single day at my job. It was probably time to do something different. So as a little context, I had my daughter in college. And so I studied nutrition and food science nutrition and food science in college. And when I had her, I had a lot of people were like, oh, you got to do something that's going to help you make a bunch of money so that you can raise your daughter. You're a single mom. And so I listened to everyone else, not necessarily mm. my intuition or the things that I had, the goals I had for my life. I just listened to what everyone else was saying. I let that influence me. And so I jumped into real estate. The market was booming and yeah. I did really great. I, I was in that business for about seven, eight years in my early twenties. And 
it was great, but it was also not what I wanted to do. And yeah. being a 20 year old in a luxury market is also a really tough place to be. Yeah. And so the combination of all of those things, I was just completely miserable. And I thought to myself, this is not the example I want to set to my daughter is to be the kind of person that just stuffs down your dreams, your desires in order to make a lot of money. I feel like you can follow your dreams, your purpose, and have the abundance as well. Yeah. And what a great story that you were able to see it. Like, oh, this isn't really what I've been meaning to do or should be doing. And so many people don't end up having that awakening. So how did that come to you? What happened? I was completely burnt out for the first time. It was three times I've been through massive burnout. I was completely burnt out. And I found myself in a Pilates class, actually. It was the first Pilates class I'd ever taken. And I was basically like crying throughout the whole entire workout. But at the same time, I was like, I love this. This is like the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire life. My body feels great. It feels really accessible. And so in this moment, when I was on the on this machine, I was like, maybe I should get back into doing what I had intended to do with my life, which was something in, in wellness. And so I know I took two or three more classes and I literally just decided to burn down my business. I was like, oh, I could do this. And so when I left my real estate career, I moved first into the health and wellness landscape as a Pilates and a nutrition coach. Ooh, I love it. And sometimes it's that experience that's a little different, that shakes things up, that allows you to look at things from a different perspective. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I, I also, as an athlete, pretty much think that Anytime you are moving your body, it awakens something inside of you that is pretty much your, it, that's, it's the closest thing to a 100% right answer you're ever going to get. If something comes yeah. to you in the middle of a workout, I don't think you should always listen. Yeah. Yep. So many things come to me in the middle of a workout or a walk. I'm like, oh, I have so many notes where it's like, oh, I should record something on this. We should talk about this. We should do this. Such great ideas. Other people have shower moments. I don't have shower moments, but definitely workouts. Yeah, I have shower moments too. It's, it's your subconscious mind. It's when you're doing something that allows your conscious mind to take a break, your subconscious mind comes out and gives you all the answers. Yeah. And, and so now you've moved into hypno breath work. Is that how you say that? Yeah. So my journey through fitness and helping people, high performers, high achievers, I was always working with CEOs, lawyers, entrepreneurs, sometimes professional athletes. And what I found was that pretty much the universal thing was most of them weren't really coming to me for workouts a little bit. They started out with one thing, but they kept coming for something else. And it was really the mindset work. Mm -hmm. And I really started to understand that the, there was way more to it than just, oh, a positive mindset. And so I really dove into all of the ways that we can start to create change in, through our, in our body, in our life, in our goals, all the things. And what I started to understand in this research and, and learning that I was going through is that it all starts in the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And that journey of educating myself took me through a master yeah. NLP practitioner training all the way through up to, to trainers. And that's when I discovered hip, hypnosis. And so I started using hypnosis. And during this period of time, I actually hit burnout. I mentioned before I, three times. So it was the third time I had hit it once before, but this third time 
was really massive. And I found myself sitting in a hospital emergency room because I thought I was having Mm. a heart attack. And the doctor came in and was like, no, it's not a heart attack. You literally are just having a massive panic attack. And he was like, you've got to do something to start managing your stress. And when I left, I don't know, in a day or two after that, I became aware of Mm. breath work. And not so I'd been teaching yoga, so I already knew about the power of breath. Pilates connects yeah. to the power of breath, but this was definitely more in a meditative context. And so I yeah. ended up in a workshop that was combining hypnosis and breath work, and it completely rocked my world. And I knew wow. that I needed to basically add another tool to my toolbox, which was learning how to facilitate these deep breath work type sessions that help you access your subconscious mind, which brings me to to now using hypno breath work as the cornerstone inside of my coaching practice. Wow. What an interesting journey. And you mentioned that you went through burnout three times. Mm-hmm. So how do you know if you're going through burnout, just like you thought you were having a heart attack, but you're having a panic attack? Like, mm-hmm. how do you identify that? Oh my goodness. There's so many different ways. So obviously that was a very extreme case because my hormones Mm. and adrenals were really taxed and it was from overworking. But early signs Mm. are when you start to feel really a lack of creativity and Mm. like kind of like general malaise where you're just like, I don't care. I don't feel like Mm. doing anything. Your motivation is completely gone around things that would normally light Mm. you up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that spark is gone. Absolutely. The spark is gone. And it's typically from a multitude of different things. Maybe you're out of alignment. Maybe you're channeling your talents and gifts in a place that's out of alignment with Mm. whether it's values or your schedule or someone like me who was doing things that I absolutely loved, but I had these patterns underneath and basically subconscious programming around like my own worth and tying my worth up with working and working all of the mm-hmm. time. And it was I was using it as a, I would say, a crutch to not face other things in my life that I wanted yeah. to work, like that I needed to work on. Yeah. And, and it's almost like an avoidance too, when you're avoiding some of the hard things too. Oh, absolutely. I, oh, I'm too busy to have that difficult conversation that might make these like more fun activities or social activities fun. So I'm just going to say I'm going to work or I have to work or. Yeah. And there was like sa- self-sabotage that went inside of this too, because creating situations where I was forced to be working like this because I would make a lot of money, but then I would spend more than I was making. So I was drowning in debt and I just was using all of these these things to hide and not deal mm-hmm. with this inner work that I really needed to do. Yeah. So now you work with clients, as you mentioned, they may come for one thing, but now they stay for something else. So talk to me a little bit about how you work with clients to help them unlock the wealth, success, and freedom. How do you tie all that together? Oh, yeah. It's all rooted in our subconscious. So I don't, I I left the fitness industry (laughs) and I moved more into mindset coaching and really tapping into the subconscious blocks that keep us in these patterns, whether it's of self-sabotage or not being able to manage stress. And so we really go in and get to the root of what it, what's going on. So a lot of times people will come to me because they want to start a business. They want to grow yeah. a business. Um, maybe they want to move careers or maybe they're trying to climb up in their career. So they're butting up against 
what we call an upper limit. And when we start to peel the layers back, there's typically beliefs and, I don't know, certain patterns that start to show up that we get to uncover. And when we start to uncover those, then you can start to create more wealth. You can create more success in your business based on your actions. Because what oftentimes is happening in any of these contexts is really we have a basically a a bottleneck, an incongruence between your conscious goals and your subconscious reprogramming. Like we want to make the 10K, we want to get the new, the promotion, whatever it is, but then we're not doing the things we can't, we're not doing the things that would get us there, right? Our actions don't necessarily align with where we want to go. And and sometimes you're down in the weeds and you don't even see it. Like you think that you're doing the things Mm -hmm. to move towards the 10K months, the 20K months, whatever it is. But then when you zoom out, it's like those actions do not match the goal, yeah. the intention. And, and I think sometimes it's so easy when you're in it not to be able to see it. And the other thing is many times when we have these big, bold goals, that's what we call them around here, they are not easy. And they're maybe require you to change how you do things, who you are as a person, even how you show up in the world. And that's not always easy. So it's easier sometimes to fall back on what is easy, going in and just checking our email for a day instead of actually figuring out the hard thing we need to figure out to get to where we want to go. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's that it's the one thing, right? We like to self-sabotage with the, the busy work versus the needle moving actions. And truthfully, what's usually behind that is actually a a feeling of not necessarily being worthy of the big Mm. goal. We have this inside of of the subconscious, you have something called your critical faculty. And so your conscious mind sets the goal, right? And then your subconscious might even start to pursue it based on maybe affirmations that you're saying in the mirror, looking at yourself or doing other kinds of things. But then your critical faculty, which is like your BS detector is, I I don't believe that you are capable of that. So let me just keep you safe and bypass that and basically cause the self-sabotage. Wow. And so many times when people set goals, it's, wow, I don't have the money. Don't have the time. Don't know how to do that. My family's not supportive. I'm not Mm -hmm. in fit. I'm not fit enough to be able to do that. Okay, so you're saying like our mind is then telling us, okay, let's go back over here. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, oh, let's just go over here where it's safe. This place, Mm -hmm. this small place that you've been living, it's known. Mm -hmm. And while you might be extremely uncomfortable there, that level of discomfort is a known discomfort. So it's like a safe level of discomfort. Yeah. And so how do you basically retrain yourself to be able to tackle the hard things so that you can achieve your dreams. Awareness is the first place, right? We have to start to be aware of what's going on in our mind, the thoughts that we're having, mm-hmm. and because those thoughts really are start to drive our actions. And we have something, I don't know, somewhere around 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day in our wow. mind. And most of them are actually repetitive. Mm -hmm. So if you can start to catch the thoughts and start to retrain them to create new ones in partnership with 
bypassing that critical faculty so that you can start to reprogram your subconscious mind, then it starts to become a lot easier because the thought now that you're having on repeat is more in yeah. alignment with where you want to go. And the tools that, that I use to do that were the ones with my clients are things like breath work, hypnosis, deep visualization, which allows us to basically, it, it allows that critical faculty to take a pause and go on vacation while you start to implant the new thought yeah. that gets to, to work on repeat. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I think so many people have all these dreams and they think they have time and they'll get to that later or life gets in the way. But what about the opposite? People who are like stuck and they're not even sure where they want to go or how do they tap into their true desires? How do you help them with that? Or do you have anybody like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you're just I know that I want something different, but I don't know what I want. Yeah. I feel like breath work is really powerful for this because, again, it gives that it, it hits pause on your prefrontal cortex and it allows you to get that thought loop of I don't know, because the mm -hmm. thing is, you actually do know you yeah. just can't hear it. So mm -hmm. all of that wisdom of what you really want is in there and it's turning up the volume on that internal wisdom, that knowledge of that's inside of us that we all have. And when we're looking to figure out exactly what it is that we want to do, it's connecting with that purpose, which can be a really daunting task, mm -hmm. I think, when someone's like, oh, well, what's your yeah. purpose? But our purpose, I think it's connected to our values for sure, but yeah. it evolves and changes over time. And when you're, if you have no idea what your purpose is, the first place to start looking is at the intersection of basically the change you want to see in the world in addition to where your interests lie yeah. and your talents and gifts. Yeah, I love that. It's I need like a, a Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just and I think when you start to play in that realm of mm -hmm. and getting curious, oh, well, what do I like? What are my talents and gifts? And oftentimes that can be like, oh, kind of question when you're feeling that blank blankness and you don't have the answers. That's definitely a lofty one to yeah. to connect with. And so if you're in that place and struggling, what I would say there is what is it that people come to you the most for or the compliment that you receive the most yeah. about? Oftentimes, it's, oh, you give the best advice or you always know exactly the right thing to say. Yeah. And that, so take note on what is this like consistent compliment or feedback that you get from people and then get a little curious about that. What does that mean? What does that mean for me? Yeah. I had somebody tell me the other day, they've never been a writer, but somebody kept saying they tell the best stories. And they finally were like, maybe I should pursue that. Maybe I should actually write some stories or write my experiences down. So I think it's so many times, as you mentioned, that we turn that off because it may be a little difficult to go down that road or we truly do know, but we're scared to take that step. The funny thing I think about that one is that the thing that you get that feedback on, yeah. it comes so easily to you that it doesn't yeah. even register to you as being something that is this magical talent and gift that you possess because yeah. it's so easy. And so you can't even conceptualize that it's not that easy for someone else. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so in 
in consulting, we call that the just language. So they say, I don't know where I got this years ago, probably an old boss, but he said, listen for the word just when people talk and they're trying to explain something to you and they say, you just do this or just do that. It's because it's very easy for them. Mm -hmm. But when somebody's listening, they're like, just do this. It's it's not that easy. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's impossible for me. What are you even talking about? Exactly. Yeah. And so the just language does a lot to identify what people find very simple, but maybe others may get tripped up on. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It's one of one of my favorite pieces of advice he gave me because you can really hear what people are good at by the way they talk about certain things, too. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. I just love how you have taken your journey all over pretty much a lot of different areas and you've been able to land in a place where you've pretty much combined a lot of your talents. And so now you're working with high performers. What piece of advice would you give to the listeners if they are maybe feeling burnt out, not sure or sure what they want to do, but they know what they're doing right now is not it? Uh, If you're feeling that what you're doing right now is not it, all I can say is don't ignore that because there is nothing worse than not taking action on that feeling, right? Because later on, it's just going to be regret. So if you're given that nudge that this isn't, it's time to get curious. And if if you really feel like you just have no direction, I would say I think that the fastest way to find your direction, and I might be biased, but is really through your breath and yeah. just taking some really deep breaths and noticing What comes up for you when you start to do that, when you start to create that spaciousness in your body, it'd be, you'll be very surprised at what comes through when you take some deep breaths that get really quiet. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So if somebody wanted to work with you, how could they find you and what might they expect? You can find me very easily on Instagram at Corrine Phelps. And what to expect, I meet my clients exactly where they are. I use therapeutic questioning, and then we start to open up the doors to create limitless potential Mm -hmm. through subconscious reprogramming. Mm -hmm. Mm, I love it. And do you do mostly work virtually? You can work with somebody wherever they are at physically? Oh, absolutely. So I work virtually. I have I have a mastermind that I run for high-level entrepreneurs, or and then I actually have another one that's or sort of people who are just starting to get into the game. And then, of course, I work one, one-to-one with people as well. So there's really so many different ways that we can potentially work together. And if you feel like you're not even ready for that level of, I guess, support, I also do these things that are called subconscious reprogramming kits. And so we do a consultation call, and then I create a customized kit for you to get started mm. in this work. Ooh, I love that. Great. I have just loved this conversation. I think it's been very eye-opening. And I know for our listeners, they will really enjoy thinking about things in a little bit different way. So thank you for that. And I look forward to, I'll connect your podcast too, because you also have a podcast, right? In the show notes. I do. Absolutely. It's called the Super Expander Podcast. Yeah. And we just actually celebrated just recently 
150 episodes. Oh, good for you. I think this one is going to be like 160. So we're on the same path. Yeah. Yeah. We must have started just around the same time. Yeah. Great. So great having you on the show. And thank you so much. Mm, Thank you so much. All right, bold goal crushers. It's time to get out there and crush your goals and everything gets that gets in the way because you do not have to work double time. So let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.